0: Thank you for listening to the podcast of John Thiel Maasbach. We hope it inspires you and pray this message will bless you. It's such a wonderful day today to be together and to go into the Word of the Lord. And today I want to speak about the Father's house. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, when I think of the Father's house, I just want to lift up my hands. I just want to praise Him and worship Him. That who am I that I'm able to come into the Father's house. And not just the Father's house here, the places of worship that He has given unto us. But when we come into His presence. I believe and I know that I'm coming before the throne of God. I'm coming before the throne of my heavenly father and he is there. He is here. He is with me. And through the Spirit, He's even inside of me. And now this temple of flesh has become the house of the Father. Oh, hallelujah. How wonderful it is, the plan of God, that He can dwell within us. We can dwell within Him through Jesus Christ, through the blood that was shed for us, through His sacrifice, His death, gave life unto us. And now His Spirit is in us. Oh, I'm so thankful this day. I want to go to the Father's House, and I want to take the story of the first recorded words of Jesus. You know, the first recorded words, they are important. What did somebody say in the beginning? Now, if we go to the first words of Jesus, we're not going to a mama, a papa, or a this or that when he was a babe. No, the first recorded words were when he was 12 years old. And you know, those words, we read them and we have read them and they sound so simple, but there is so much in those words that we truly need the Holy Spirit to reveal the depth and the magnitude of those wondrous words that Jesus uttered and that the Holy Spirit thought necessary to record for your and my advantage. And so these words are not just here just to write down a little story to make it a complete story. There is a Message in those words. And I believe these days, these words are for us. And let me just read it out of Luke, the second chapter. And I'm going to read verse 48 and verse 49 out of the Amplified Bible. I think it says it so nicely there. It says, and when they saw him, this is Joseph and Mary, the mother of Jesus. It says they were overwhelmed. And his mother said to him, son, why have you treated us like this? Listen, your father and I have been greatly distressed and anxiously looking for you. And Jesus answered, Why did you have to look for me? Did you not know that I had to be in my father's house? Or as it says in the King James, the older translation. And Jesus said unto them, How is it that ye sought me? Wist ye not that I must be about my father's business? Must be in my father's house. I must be about my father's business. Let me just tell you a bit of the story there. They had been to Jerusalem for the celebration. And the parents had gone home in the big crowd. Thinking that Jesus was among the of his age, and that he was also in that crowd. But when they were a day's journey forward and they were looking for him, they found out that he was not among them or with them, and so they got scared. <laughs> I understand that. I mean, one time I remember so clearly oh, I will never forget that moment. Our son, our first son, Jack and I, huh? we were with him in a big shopping place, and you know, we were looking here, he was looking there, we were about together in the same neighborhood, same aisles there. But suddenly I looked back and I couldn't find him. And a shock went through me. I mean, I've never felt that before. The fear that just in one moment gripped me because I knew he was gone. And so I looked to my wife and she also noticed that he was not there. And we started to look and there was a lot of people there and we started to call out his name. And we were so afraid for those. Well, it seemed like an hour but it was just a few minutes until we saw that he was sitting on the ground where the children's books were and he was just reading one of those children's books. He didn't notice that we were gone. He was just patiently, quietly, peacefully sitting there while we were in such anxiety and in such fear. But we found him and oh, when we saw him, (laughs) that just fell off us, you know, that whole fear and all. So I can imagine... Mary and Joseph here the mother and Joseph now if you hear I'm not saying the mother and father even though Mary said your your father and I have been looking for you and I'm not saying the mother and father I'm saying Mary the mother and Joseph, because we know that Joseph was not the real father. He had to take care of Jesus as if he was the father. But we know that the angel, when he came down to Mary said, the Holy Spirit will come over you. And so what will be born out of you will be the son of God. What a difference, what a difference here. And you know, this Jesus, 12 year old Jesus, knew who his real father was because he said here so clearly, he said, why did you look for me? Did you not know I had to be in my father's house? And he was not talking about his earthly Man, Joseph, who had to take the role of his father, take care of him. No, he was talking about the father. Hallelujah. And how important is that? That he knew that God was his father. At 12 years old, he knew that God was his father. And he dared to call him father. Oh, you must just understand. These days, we call God our father. And it's so normal for us. But in those days, to call God your father and In that way, calling yourself the son of God. We say it all the time. We sing the songs, I am a child of God. I'm a son of God. I'm a daughter of God. And we worship him with these words. But in those days, calling God father and calling yourself a son, a daughter of God, that that was blasphemy. But Jesus, he knew who his real father was. And I hope you know who your real father is. You have a creator who now is not just your maker, but he's also your father, hallelujah. And that's all because of Jesus Christ and his sacrifice on the cross for you and for me. Now, in these two, they were questions actually. Jesus asked two questions. So the first words were not just a proclamation, they were also a question. But these two questions, they really give as an answer to the program of his whole life. They already are a prophecy of his character and of the program of his life. For he said, didn't you know I must be in my father's house? I must be busy with the things of my father. He knew at 12 years old what his mandate was. He knew why he was here on this earth. He knew what he was needed to do on this world. He needed to do the will of God. Do you see there is much more in these two sentences? These two questions, there's much more there than with the bare eye we could see. Oh, my dear friends, I pray that the Holy Spirit will give you revelation who your father is, and that he has a will for your life. And you must be busy doing the will of the father. It's so important. You know, let me just roll back a little bit because I want to say a little bit more about two things right here, about the relationship and also about that word, yeah, I must, must, about that word, must. But first about the relationship. He knew his high relationship. He knew that he was conceived, not on the ordinary matter, the way that we are conceived by the man and the woman and et cetera, et cetera. I don't think I have to give lessons here in these things. We know how the next generation comes. But he knew that it was through the Holy Spirit. or oh, it was as a witness in his spirit. He knew he did not come as a baby. And that was his beginning. His beginning was far before he was born on this earth as a babe. He was in all eternity with the father. And there are many scriptures to prove this. There are many scriptures that he says he was as a child on the bosom of his father. He was there in the beginning. The Bible says it in John chapter one so clearly. In the beginning was the word. And the word became flesh and that's Jesus. In the beginning was the word. Yes, it was there before the earth was formed and made. It was there before any man walked this earth. Jesus was already there, hallelujah, He has always been, he will always be, hallelujah, for he is eternal, he is one of the Godhead. Well, this goes beyond our comprehension or understanding, but by faith we receive it and we accept it and we rejoice in it. So he came to this earth and the Bible says he left his glory behind. It's like as a robe, he Put off his glory, his whole divinity, and he put it off, and he came to this earth in flesh and bound himself in a body to walk among us to show us the Father, to do the will of the Father, to break the works of the devil, and also to die for us as the supreme and perfect sacrifice, the lamb. Oh, don't you remember when John saw him, John the Baptist? He said, behold, the lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. Oh, hallelujah, that is by Jesus. That is God himself who came down in the flesh, and he walked among us, and when he was 12, He already knew about that high relationship that he had. You know, without the Holy Spirit, we would never understand these things or grasp these things. But now, praise God, we have the Holy Spirit who reveals these things to us. And he reveals to us This high relationship that we have come into through Jesus Christ, through the blood of the lamb, that perfect spotless lamb, that that sinless blood that was shed on the cross for us, it cleanses us and it makes us holy and acceptable before him. And now all that believe in his name shall be saved. If you believe with your heart, proclaim with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, you shall be saved. Hallelujah. And our name is written in the Lamb's book of life. And now I'm not just a lost soul on this earth, but I have been bought with the blood of Jesus. And I am saved. My name is written in the book of life. And I am a child of God. I am a son of God. Hallelujah. And I may call him Abba, Father, which means Papa. Oh, isn't that wondrous? And that is that spirit of adoption, that spirit of sonship that has come into my heart, my spirit, my being that has revived me and made me alive that I may understand and know and call him Father. Hallelujah for that. Well, if you read it, it also said, I must be about my father's business. There is a urgency there you know in life it's good to understand that there are some things that have a urgency it's not just well you know if i have time let me see maybe tomorrow maybe next week maybe next month maybe next year we'll see when we get to it no there was a urgency here jesus said i must be about." my father's business i must be in my father's house oh there's nothing else i can do there's nowhere else i can do i must i must submit to you as as my earthly parents here and i will do that but listen never forget my heavenly father has a plan and purpose for my life and i must be about his business i must do what he has told me to do what he wants me to do and we read this many times in the life of jesus it says i must go through Samaria or it said Jesus had to or needed to go through Samaria. There's an urgency, a must there he says to Zacchaeus, he says, Zacchaeus, I must stay in your house. I must come into your house. He said, I must work the works of him who sent me. It says the son of man must suffer these things and be rejected by the elders. And it also says the son of God, he must be lifted up. The son of man must be lifted up. There are Things in life that are a must. And I wish that Christians today, children of God all over the world today, would feel that urgency that Christ had in his life. That there is a must. Jesus is coming back so soon. We are the church of Jesus Christ. We must evangelize. We must go into all the nations and preach the gospel. We must go to our neighbors and tell them that God loves them. We must be about the business of our heavenly father. Oh, I know there are so many things that are important. I must work to pay my bills. I must (laughs) do this or I must do that. But I wish we also in the church would not have this, you know, this feeling like, hey, never forget, I'm doing it. As a volunteer, I'm doing it freely without pay for, you know, just to bless others. No, dear friends, there must be an urgency, a must. I must do this for the Lord. I must do this because he has called me to do these things. Well, there is something more that is in these few verses. He said, why did you look for me? Why were you searching for me? Well, They felt they lost him. And so they were looking for him. But you know, Jesus was never lost. (laughs) Oh, just think of that. That's a revelation right there. Jesus was never lost. We are lost. People are lost. And he came to find us. He came to save us. And so he said, why were you searching for me? Why were you looking for me? Did you not know I would be in the house of the Father? Oh, praise God. Oh, they could have found him. Immediately, If they would have thought, where is Jesus? Oh, he will be in the house of the Father. And so my dear friend, yes, we turn things around sometimes in life. And we are the ones that are lost. We are on our way to hell. We need a savior. We need forgiveness. We need Jesus in our life. And if you come to the conclusion through the Holy Spirit that he has told you and, and, and that he has convicted you that you are lost, you are a sinner. You need forgiveness of God. And there's only one that is appointed as the one that can save you. There's only one remedy. There's only one answer to the need of man for forgiveness of sin to be saved for eternity. And that is Jesus Christ. That is the blood that he shed for us. And so today, if you come to that conclusion that you are lost, that you need salvation, you need forgiveness of sin, then why are you looking for that salvation, that answer in so many means and places and with so many religions and people. You need to go to Jesus. Well, where is Jesus? Well, he's in the Father's house. Hallelujah. You don't need to look far. You don't need to go to all these other places and countries and holy spots. He is easy to find. Just go to the house of the Father. Go to the place where the Bible is being opened and where they preach the full gospel. And so he said, why are you looking for me everywhere? They were looking for him everywhere. He said, if you really want to find me, you know where I am. I am in the Father's house. And today, this is the Father's house. Oh, my dear friend. Never forget Jesus knew his relationship. You can know your relationship. If you are lost, then you have no relationship with God and you're a sinner that needs to come into that relationship. But if you are saved, then you can know by the Holy Spirit that you can call him Father. And you must have that urgency that must to be busy with the business of the Father. But today, let me say a prayer for you. If you are searching for life, he is the way, the truth, and the life. And today, Oh, he has found you. Today he has been able to minister to you, to invite you to receive him as your Savior. Heavenly Father, I pray today for all those that are watching this broadcast. Oh, Heavenly Father, oh, maybe they thought that you were lost, but you have never been lost. You came to find us Oh, and you have found us today, this day. Everyone that is listening to this broadcast, you have found them and you were able to tell them and to share with them how much you love them and that you are able to forgive today of all sin, all iniquity, to cleanse their soul and to revive their spirit and make it alive, alive in the name of Jesus as they open up their heart for you. Maybe they don't fully understand the Bible or know the Bible so well, but today there is enough that they can receive you and to make that starting point. And from here they can grow on. Father, in the name of Jesus. Come into their life right now. Cleanse them. Make them holy and accepted by you, Lord. And Lord, that you can call them your son, your daughter, and that they will be able to call you their father. Let it be so right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I thank you for the new life that you are giving to them and that you are blessing them with the presence of the Holy Spirit in their inner man. Bless them, heal them, deliver them. Lord, let them have a great brand new start with you today. And you make all things wonderfully new. I thank you for this. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Do you wish to listen to more messages? Go to themessagestation.com. Also visit us at maasbach.com.